Binecuvântat să fie Domnul! Frați și surori, în dimineața aceasta suntem la un moment de închinare. Deși sărbătoarea Crăciunului, a nașterii Domnului și a venirii sale în lumea noastră, probabil că unii dintre noi am sărbătorit-o de foarte multe ori. 
Suntem așa de obișnuiți cu mesajele, așa suntem de obișnuiți cu ceea ce se va întâmpla, dar eu aș vrea să vă invit în dimineața aceasta să ne închinăm înaintea lui Dumnezeu. Căci un copil ni s-a născut, un fiu ni s-a dat și domnia va fi pe umărul lui. Îl vor numi minunat, sfetnic, Dumnezeu tare, Părintele veșnicilor, Domn al păcii. Vă invit în dimineața aceasta cu gândul să ne rugăm pentru cei care în perioada sărbătorii poate sunt afectați de boală. Poate suferința le vizitează trupul, le vizitează familia, poate că cineva în casa lor, în familia lor este bolnav, afectat, așa cum fratele Alinila și este afectat puțin de răceală și pe lângă dânsul, dar am spus doar un nume, ca să știți că sunt mulți alții pentru care vrem să ne rugăm și să zicem Dumnezeu se cerceteze. Apoi sunt unii care sunt în vârstă, nu au posibilitate să ajungă la biserică datorită sănătății, problemelor, greutăților care îi apasă. Poate că sunt unii afectați de ceea ce se întâmplă în casa lor, în familia lor, în problemele personale și în problemele de business, de afaceri. În dimineața aceasta, chemarea noastră este să ne închinăm așa cum arată cuvântul lui Dumnezeu, căci un copil ni s-a dat. ce mai gingaș decât un copilaș care se naște, care este mic, este fără putere, care nu poate să spună niciun cuvânt și așa a venit Hristos Domnul din slava cerească în lumea noastră ca să poată să ne demonstreze că dragostea lui Dumnezeu este approachable, că putem să ajungem la Domnul cu nevoile noastre, cu problemele noastre, apoi declară prin inspirația Duhului Sfânt, un fiu ni s-a dat și domnia va fi pe umărul lui. Acest fiu al lui Dumnezeu care s-a născut un copilaș și a venit în lumea noastră, a crescut printre noi, a ascultat de părinții lui până s-a maturizat și a așteptat momentul când Dumnezeu, Tatăl, l-a trimis în lucrarea sa măreață după ce s-a botezat în apă, După ce Duhul Sfânt a fost văzut peste el în chip de porumbel, Duhul Sfânt nu este porumbel, el este Duhul Sfânt, a treia persoană din Trinitate, dar s-a arătat ca să vadă martorii că prezența lui Dumnezeu este acolo și apoi, de asemenea, Tatăl Ceresc a mărturisit despre el că este Fiul Său prea iubit. El a venit în lumea noastră ca să fie minunat. Poate sărbătoarea Crăciunului și a nașterii Domnului Isus să nu-ți mai aducă nicio surpriză, să se separe că totul e normal, că totul e obișnuit, dar iată că și copilașul aduce ceva nou. Un copil care se naște în familie aduce speranță, aduce viziune, aduce dragoste, face ca părinții să lucreze împreună ca să poată să crească copiii pe care Domnul i-a dat, apoi arătăm, se arată maturitatea pe care urmea ca să o aibă, el ca să fie sfetnic, 
Poate în dimineața aceasta ai nevoie de un sfat. Ești într-o situație a vieții în care ai nevoie de cineva să-ți dea un sfat. Și cel mai bun sfat pe care ți-l poate da este Hristos Domnul. Apoi, El este Dumnezeu tare. Poate în slăbiciunea în care te afli, ai nevoie de cineva să știi că e tare. Fie că ești copil, fie că ești de vârstă mijlocie, fie că ești în vârstă, ai nevoie de cineva să știi că e tare. Și Hristos Domnul, El este împăratul împăraților și Domnul Domnilor. El este un Dumnezeu tare. El este Părintele Veșnicilor și Domnul al Păcii. În perioada sărbătorilor, statisticile spun că oamenii sunt cei mai depressed. Cad în depresii foarte ușor. Mai ales pentru cei care poate n-au casă și n-au masă. Poate cineva care n-are pace și liniște în familie. Își dă seama că sărbătoarea aceasta e o sărbătoare a familiei. Noi vrem să ne rugăm pentru Biserica Maranata Dumnezeu să dea fiecăruia o familie bună. Și Dumnezeu să binecuvinteze copilașii aceștia. Uitați ce frumos sunt. O să-i vedeți tot programul acesta aproape, că o să cânte spre slava lui Dumnezeu. Și toată biserica aș vrea să zicem, Domnul să-i binecuvinteze. Uh, frați și surori, știu că vă rugați pentru ei personal. Și e bine, e necesar. A aduce în lume e partea ușoară. A educa pentru tot restul vieții e responsabilitatea mea și a dumneatale ca părinte. Și nu există un părinte care îl cunoaște pe Dumnezeu să aibă liniște și să aibă pace fără să-și vadă copiii că îl urmează pe Domnul. Și aceasta vrem să facem și în rugăciunea aceasta rugându-L pe Dumnezeu ca El să binecuvinteze fiecare familie, fiecare copil, fiecare tânăr, pentru că Domnul Iisus Hristos a venit în lumea noastră ca noi să putem să fim mântuiți. Ne rugăm pentru cei în vârstă, deci, pentru cei afectați de boală, pentru frați și surori care nu pot să vină la biserică, sora Chiriac, mi se pare că este încă la spital, s-au venit acasă, ne rugăm ca Domnul să-i dea sănătate. Ne rugăm pentru alți frați și surori, am o listă lungă dacă ar fi să-i prezint pe toți, de aceea vreau să vorbesc la general, Domnul îi cunoaște, Domnul îi știe și la sărbătoarea aceasta Dumnezeu să le dea pacea Lui. Ne rugăm cu toții, atât pentru noi personal, pentru familiile noastre, ne rugăm pentru cei care nu-L cunosc pe Dumnezeu, ca la sărbătoarea aceasta Hristos Domnul să le iasă înainte și să-și mântuiască sufletele. Dacă sunt cauze și probleme care au apărut și aș dori să le anunțați în fața bisericii, fie cu ridicare de mână, fie cu voce tare, puteți să o faceți. Ne rugăm unii pentru alții și pentru dimineața aceasta ca Domnul să lucreze. Ne rugăm cu toții. Tatăl.
Patrick, go ahead and sit down. We're gonna we're gonna start this morning, and uh, I want us to remi- remember what the Christmas holidays, why they're so special, and they one of the reason uh, the reasons is because of the emotions that we um, build and the memories that we make. Right? For us old people, we have the nostalgia that we talked about. Uh, Sam mentioned here uh, receiving that orange for older people. Um, or, believe it or not, I can associate with that. <laughs> um, so, and it was mentioned by Pastor Gawa that the coming of Jesus is the one memory that we need to recall, right? It's the most important, uh, and it should be the focus uh, of why we gather here. But not only his, the surrounding things for his coming, but his coming, like the person of Christ. That's important. These young children's are, children are building memories here, singing songs to praise God, amen? So we pray that the memories they build will remind them of who is the reason for this holiday season and not just what they do. It's very important. You know, sometimes we just remember singing, but we don't remember sing- who we sing for. Uh, having said that, let me introduce the first set um, of so this first group of children and groups. Uh, kids' choir will uh, sing the Christmas is Coming song. And the Moist grandchildren will sing Vrausa Te Colind. Uh, Esme Trata and uh, Heidi Ursulescu will sing Love Came Down. And David Bolzan uh, will sing Nuye Vorba de Crăciun. And then we have uh, Paul Hurduk, Everett Moldovan, James Mudrenko, and Sammy Tudrian singing Go Tell It on the Mountain. Let's welcome them.
Savior of the world 
Isus Hristos este motivul 
Jesus Christ is born. Merry Christmas, Maranatha Church. You know, this year in Sunday school, we went over with the kids on the life of David. And from the Psalms, uh, it's my observation that David, he had this anticipation and he said, there's going to come the future generation, the next generation. And it was David's heart that they would be a generation that praises the Lord. And I think that's part of what makes this morning so special that our children are ministering to us the praises of the Lord. And uh, it's my joy to announce the next set of musical performances. We're going to have, starting off, Sunday School Verses, recital from Luke chapter 2, the first seven verses. This will be followed by the boys group singing the song, Hope Was Born This Night. Then we will have Elash siblings, Annabelle, Chloe, and Faith. They'll be performing the song, Bukurie and Suflet. This will be followed by Toderan siblings, Rachel, Evelyn, and Sammy singing, God rest ye merry gentlemen. That will be followed by violin group performing the piece, O come all ye faithful. And finally, we will have kids choir performing together the songs, Emmanuel and come let us adore him. Let's prepare our hearts to worship the Lord. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph, so Joseph also came to the town Nazareth in Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of, of David, because he belongs to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room in the inn.
Rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray.
While the worship team sets up, um, I invite you all to stand, and um, we're going to go ahead and sing together, uh, praising the Lord, preparing our hearts for the message that uh, Brother Daniel Gaud is going to bring before us. We pray that God blesses him and uh, our hearts, and let us open our hearts singing for the glory of God. Amen.
Amen. The kids are doing an awesome job. Amen. I'm so happy to see what we're doing and the opportunity that we can give the kids and the responsibility that we can give the kids to teach them to worship the Lord. Amen. Învață pe copil calea pe care trebuie să urmează și când va îmbătrâni, nu se va bate de el. Amen. You may be seated. We have a beautiful celebration before us and a beautiful time of the year. And as Dario mentioned earlier, I kind of want to go off of what he said. We are in a time when we create some of these memories that we can think back to when we were really small, really, you know, young, and they last a lifetime. Um, you know, memories of gathering with the family, memories of church services like this, memories of Christmas caroling, you know, great meals that we share, family gathering, you know, the sounds, the smells, they all can bring us back to a time when we were maybe at this age. Um, for me, it was the church service. It felt like everybody I knew in the world was there. <laughs> it was actually here in this church, and uh, uh, similar services like this were... All of the kids were on stage, and we were dressed up like shepherds and, and wise men, and we all had our one line. But let me tell you guys, we had to say it in Romanian. <laughs> and we couldn't have a little cheat sheet. We had to have it memorized. And uh, it was not easy, <laughs> especially on stage. But uh, these are the memories that we, we think back to for years and years to come. And I know, as Sam mentioned earlier, for some of our parents and the older generations, they have different kinds of memories that they can think back on. I know the, the orange is a big deal for some of the Romanians. You guys know that some of our parents didn't have a Safeway. Like, you can go to the store and buy any kind of fruit you can think of any time of the year. Five different kinds of apples, you know, we're spoiled. <laughs> Getting an orange or something, you know, that was not from where you were from was a special thing. And uh, I know the taste, maybe the smell can bring you back to a time when you were a kid and it was a very special feeling and in any situation Christmas tends to bring up these old memories that we have from our childhood and as nice as these memories are and the, the feelings that they can bring up this time of year there's something more important that God wants us to remember there is something that God wants us to have layered on these Christmas memories that we can have and that we create this time of year the reason for the season Why are we celebrating this weekend, this, this occasion? We are celebrating the birth and the arrival of our Lord and Savior, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Amen. But I want to ask you, as, as the young guys read earlier from Luke chapter 2, 1 through 7. Maybe I should have them come back and, and uh, reread re -read that because I'm going to reread it. Is there room for Jesus in your heart this holiday season? What do you have inside your heart? Does your life show that you have Jesus in your heart? And for you personally, what is the reason for this season? And this morning, I just have a couple, couple thoughts, a couple ideas that I want to bring and, and remind you guys, all of us, the kids, uh, maybe some of us a little bit older, and, and to remember this Christmas season, what needs to be at the forefront of all these memories that we are creating. And I want to reread that uh, Luke chapter 2 the first seven verses, and it says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that in all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was the governor of Syria, 
And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with, this, with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the inn. It's no surprise that back then, as, as we think about the world today, that there is no room for Jesus. Back then, it was the same thing. Even after Jesus, you know, grew up, people still didn't want to accept him and to have him part of their lives. And nowadays, we look at our schools, we look at our jobs, and even our country, and it seems like more and more that there is no room for Jesus. Do you guys still say the Pledge of Allegiance at school? Do you guys ever do that? I pledge allegiance. No? Anybody? Some of us growing up? I remember at a time they wanted to take the line out when it said, One Nation Under God from the Pledge of Allegiance. It's no shock or surprise that to see how the world is continuing to have no room for Jesus. 2 Timothy 3.2 says, and it, and it warns us ahead of time, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving God. You see, the world has no room for Jesus, and it seems to be getting worse and worse. Do the people at your school, maybe people at your work, can they see that there is room for Jesus in your heart? Can they see that you're set apart? Does your life reflect having Jesus in your heart. And I pray that from the youngest kids to the oldest one here, that we all be a bright light wherever we are in this dark world. Amen? Amen. You see, I just don't have the time. I'm too busy to come. I have plans. We're going to go here. I want to ask you, does your schedule have room for Jesus in it? Again, I want to read verse 7. And they laid him in a manger because there was no room for him at the end. I pray that this holiday season, we make more room for Jesus in our lives. Amen? And more room in our schedules. Another thought that I had was, when we think of these memories, when we think of Christmas time, I think the first thing that we think of is, what, presents, right, kids? I know my kids are excited for this time of year because of the presents. Maybe it's just my kids. I don't know. <laughs> Though giving gifts and spreading joy through gifts is nice this time, and it makes the season warm, we celebrate because of the best gift that has been given to all of us. Amen? As it was prophesied in Isaiah 9-6 and was read earlier today, for to us a child is born, a son has been given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting. I want to ask you, have you accepted this gift? Do you have Jesus in your heart? There's a story about a young boy that got a most special gift that he was waiting for for a long time, and it was a, a brand new set of rollerblades. And he was very excited. They were the exact color that he wanted, exactly the same style that he wanted. And he was so excited and he was so cautious with these new skates that he got. But he was scared to mess them up and he was scared to get them dirty. 
So what he did is we kept, he kept them in his room and he would just, he would try them on and then he put them back in the box and wrapped it back up and he put it back in his closet because he wanted to make sure that the skates would not get messed up. And guess what? A little bit of time went on and he, he would take it out again and look at them and he was too scared to take them out. And a little bit of time passed and guess what? They didn't fit him anymore. <laughs> and he never got to enjoy this gift. You see... We were given the ultimate gift this season, but if you haven't accepted this gift, you haven't taken this gift into your heart, it won't be of value to you. Do you have room for Jesus in your heart this morning? Do you have room for Jesus in your heart this season? And if you haven't, I'm happy to tell you that it's not too late to accept him. The best thing that you can do before this year ends is accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Amen. How many of you guys know John 3.16? Raise your hand. Amen, right? That's probably the most popular verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Again, I want to remind you, don't let this year end without accepting the best gift that has been given to all of us. He came on earth just for you and just for me. He came to forgive you of your sins, and I pray that Christ resides in all of our hearts. Amen? Amen. And one last thought that I had as, as we were going through this story of Jesus, I want to reread or read a little bit farther into the story. When the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds and told them of the great news, Luke 8, uh, 2, verse 8, and it says this. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. Amen. And one last verse at the very end. After the shepherds returned, verse 20. After the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they have seen and heard, as it was told to them, glorifying and praising God. I think the kids are off to a great start. Am I right? Amen. Another important thing that we need to remember this holiday season is that he deserves all the praise and honor and glory. Amen? Not just realizing it, not just seeing or hearing, but rejoicing and praising his name. Jesus was sent to us on Christmas Day because he wants to be a part of your life. He wants to be a part of my life and all of our lives. And because of this, we, we give him all the praise and honor and glory. Amen. He deserves all the praise and honor and glory. Amen. Again, I want to remind you this morning and every walk of life, maybe the youngest again to the oldest. Do you have room for Jesus in your heart? As we go on and create these memories, as we go on through this season, 
I want to remind you and challenge you to have more of Jesus in your life, in your schedule. And if you haven't accepted him yet, it's not too late. Amen? He loves you and wants to be a part of your life. Let's celebrate him and worship him because he deserves all the praise and honor and glory. Amen? Amen. God bless all the kids of Maranatha and all the families. Amen. Praise God. God bless you, Brother Daniel. Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. How exciting, no? Tomorrow is Christmas Day, the day where we all as Christians have come together to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So while we're opening up all of our presents or some of us enjoying our days off tomorrow from work, as Brother Daniel was saying, let us not forget the reason for the season. Tomorrow's the day where Jesus Christ was born. The beginning of all these amazing miracles that we all know and love, that we teach our children at Sunday school, where one day 12 disciples will be chosen to follow this child, where one day he will die for all of our sins. For God so loved us. I didn't mean to make it sad. I just <laughs> but that's the reason for the season. So beginning our next set, we will have Sunday school verses, reading Luke 2, uh, verses 8 through 20. Kids Choir with Shiaz Pestras de Yarna, Abigail Nadelku, Joanna, and Adelie Antone with Joy Unto the World, the Balaj siblings with Sana Skuprunkul Divin, and wrapping that up, we'll have Sofia Mois, an instrumental with Hark the Herald Angels Sing. God bless you all. There were shepherds living out on the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and shone the glory of the Lord around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is the Messiah of the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, heaven and on earth, peace to those who have favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found the angels and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word about what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, praising and glorifying God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. Amen.
We started this morning with a question, what did you want for Christmas? I said a pontoon boat. 2023 Avalon Tri-Tune 150 horsepower with a 10-foot beam. For those that are interested, Christmas is in two days. I will accept it, no problem. So I look to my right and I say, Daddy, I want a pontoon boat. And he goes, that's not a gift, that's an investment. <laughs> that is an investment. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 says and talks about investing investing in different areas in your life it says invest and spread it to seven no not even eight spread your investment put your energy and your money and your time in different things and i was thinking what kind of things can we invest in what do we invest in houses businesses hobbies we invest in different things in our lives we invest in different people in our lives we invest and we invest and we invest 
And Psalms 127, 3 to 5 talks about the children that are a heritage for the Lord. In Luke chapter 12, storing up our treasures in heaven. There's a saying that somebody said from the pulpit many times over, and I've heard it a lot, and they said, the only thing you ever bring to heaven that you can't bring to heaven is your kids. You can't bring your stuff, you can't bring your property, you can't bring nothing but your children. Children are a huge investment, huge investment. We start with small, we start with diapers, we start with formula, it gets expensive, you think it's done, then you realize you got boys and they're teenagers and they eat and eat and eat like you do. And you're like, wow, this is getting expensive. I'm not quite there yet, but it'll get there. And then you just keep investing and investing and investing. And then this church is a good church. We invest tens of thousands of dollars every single year in these kids. Tens of thousands. I'm not joking. Come to the meeting when you'll find out where the number's at in February and March. Tens of thousands. This is an opportunity for us to invest into them. While the worship team gets set up, we're going to go ahead and do our offering where we can continue and invest our finances with these kids so we can be able to benefit and bless them throughout this year. After the worship team, we're going to be having a special for the Sunday School Verses, Matthew 2, 1 through 11. After that, Sephora and Tabitha Anna with Angels We Have Heard on High. Following are the Leon siblings, Sophia, Caleb, and Ethan with Prince Ulupache Avenit. Then Evelyn Paraska, Gigi Moldovan, Denise Nikolai, and Hannah uh, Stunanek with Baby Boy. Then Kids Choir with Hark the Angels, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. But during this time of worship, we're going to go ahead and do our offering. Thank you.
After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the king who has been born king of the Jews? We saw a star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to search for the child carefully and said, As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him too. When they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Coming to the house, they saw Mary with her child and bowed down and worshipped him. Um, then they pre- they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
Copiii au făcut un job foarte bun. Aș vrea să-i aplaudăm și să zicem lauda să fie Domnul. Amen. Mă gândeam când stăteam pe bancă ce se întâmpla în inimile magilor care au călătorit să meargă să găsească un copil. S-au dus și l-au găsit și s-au închinat înaintea lui. I-au adus darurile care le-au pregătit și închinarea lor. Frați și surori, doamnelor și domnilor, mulțumim lui Dumnezeu pentru anul care ni s-a dat, 2023, când putem încă o dată să fim în casa Domnului, să sărbătorim și să ne aducem aminte de nașterea Fiului Lui Dumnezeu. Dorința mea și cred că dorința Lui Dumnezeu și a dumneavoastră este Hristos Domnul să se nască în fiecare inimă. Ce rost ar avea dacă s-a născut în Betleem și nu s-a născut și în inima dumneatale și în inima mea? Dimineața aceasta copiii nevinovați. And by the way, you did a good job. You survived for two hours with a camera on you. And the camera was your mom and dad. They were watching you and they are so proud of you. Așa e că au fost cuminți. Dumnezeu să-i binecuvinteze. Ne vom bucura în prezența Domnului și în după masa aceasta. Când la ora 6 vom avea următoarea întâlnire în casa Domnului pentru a ne închina celui care a venit pentru noi. Și apoi de asemenea, I want you, dear children, to hear this. Tonight the church has prepared for you a little surprise. In that surprise you're going to have some chocolate. Do you like chocolate? Only the girls or the boys too? Yeah. Nu știu dacă o să fie și orange, orange. Ca să-și amintească și seniorii și copiii. Dar darul acesta e un cadou care vrem să fie pentru ei. Nu că n-au. Că dumneavoastră sunteți extrem de binecuvântați. Sunteți parte din procentul acela extraordinar de mic al lumii, care e foarte binecuvântat. Avem mâncare, avem prăjituri, avem sucuri și mă opresc aici. Dar Dumnezeu ne-a purtat de grijă. Și pentru aceasta îi mulțumim. Dar noi vrem să avem o mică atenție pentru ei, să-și aducă aminte de sărbătoarea întrupării Fiului Lui Dumnezeu. Și aș vrea să spun, mie nu-mi place să prea spun moș Crăciun. Moșii trebuie îngropați. Hristos a venit ca un copilaș, ca Fiul Lui Dumnezeu și aș vrea să zicem lăudați fie numele. De aceea noi sărbătorim întruparea Fiului Lui Dumnezeu. Nu sărbătoarea unui moș de orice fel ar fi El. Nu, noi sărbătorim pe un Hristos care este Domnul Domnilor și Împăratul Împăraților. Mări să-i fie numele. De aceea, după masă la ora 6 și mâine când este ziua 
practic, când ne aducem aminte de nașterea Domnului 25th of December, luni 25 decembrie, la ora 6 după masă vom fi în casa lui Dumnezeu să ne bucurăm din nou împreună. Înainte să ne rugăm, aveam un gând care tot mă frământa pe bancă. Știți că magii au ajuns în palatul lui Irod și au spus unde este împăratul de curând născut că vrem să ne închinăm înaintea lui. Irod a chemat preoții și cei care erau cu legea în mână și a întrebat unde trebuie să se nască Mesia. Întrebare, au știut preoții? Au știut? Întrebare numărul 2. Irod care a aflat unde se va naște pruncul s-a dus să-i se închine. Dar preoții, frați și surori, doamnelor și domnilor, în dimineața aceasta mesajul este clar. Poți să auzi, poți să cunoști, dar s-ar putea să rămâi pierdut. În păcatele tale, în fără de legile tale, noi vrem să declarăm că Iisus Hristos a născut să ne mântuiască. Și în dimineața aceasta zicem, Doamne, mântuiește-ne. Nu știu care este inima ta și dorința ta, dar magii, după ce au plecat de la Irod, dacă vreți, din lumea păcatului și a referă de legii, au văzut din nou steaua și n-au mai putut de bucurie. Această steaua călăuzitoare, acel Hristos care este steaua și luceafărul strălucitor, să fie bucuria noastră și mângăierea noastră de acum și până în vecii vecilor și biserica să zică Amin. Vă mulțumesc tuturor că ați venit să vă închinați Domnului împreună cu noi în dimineața aceasta, deși nu ne permite timpul să vă prezentăm pe fiecare, de fapt nici nu vă cunosc, sunteți foarte mulți care ne-ați vizitat, vă mulțumim, de toată inima vă invităm după masă la ora 6 și mâine seară la ora 6 să continuăm închinarea înaintea lui Dumnezeu. Haideți acum să ne ridicăm în picioare. Îl invit pe fratele păstor Relu Nicolae să vină aici în față și să înalțe o rugăciune în calitate de tată, în calitate de bunic, în calitate de frate și slujitor al Domnului, încredințându-ne în mâna lui Dumnezeu, cerând binecuvântarea peste noi. This isn't easy for me to admit I got a fire inside and some words I know I can keep in I see faith turning into a show of Sundays and sermons and works getting caught in the flow. Oh, but we got real pain and real fears thirsting for the trying of our real tears. It's not satisfying anymore. Ain't it true that the veil was torn? I don't. 